What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode. I'm sorry I missed you last week, but we are going to dive a little bit deeper into being sober curious on today's episode. So if you are interested in what sober curious is, or you actually know and you are sober curious, this episode is definitely for you. So stay tuned. So interesting topic. Um, But first, I want to say I'm so sorry for missing last week. I don't know what was going on, but I had a very stomach like bad stomach pains. Um, I mentioned being on this elimination diet. And every time I get to like two to three weeks, I end up cheating because I want something else like I'm tired of eating the same thing, which you know, that goes hand in hand with meal prepping in general. Um, One day I might get my shit together and actually complete the four to six weeks of doing this. Who knows? But anyways, I think the culprit, I think I figured it out because I haven't had tomatoes in like five weeks or four weeks as of last week. And I had pizza and uh, it was gluten free pizza and my stomach was hurting kind of bad on Sunday. And then I tried to test the theory. <laughs> I don't know why I tried to, I was like, I think it's the tomatoes on Sunday. Cause my stomach was hurting just a little bit. And I had barbecue sauce for dinner and then my stomach was really hurting. So I was like, I'm pretty sure I've nailed down the culprit. It's tomatoes. And so I was like, we're not going to record the podcast this Sunday, this weekend. Cause I try to typically do them on the weekends because just because I have more downtime than in the week, but I was like, we'll just figure it out tomorrow after work, you know, Monday after work, I'm just going to have to do it. I don't care. We're just going to have to record. Well, then Monday, my stomach was like hurting so much worse. And I essentially just went to work, saw my patients came home. And at like 7pm, I was like, I can't do this. Like, we're just going to have to skip a week. It's just going to have to be what it is. And I took some NyQuil and just went to bed. And then Tuesday, it was still not any better. So I was like, fuck it, screw it. We're just missing this week. So yeah, my stomach's better. But I had barbecue sauce again yesterday. You know, I thought maybe I would learn my lesson, but I didn't. And then I had really bad stomach pain again. So I'm pretty like, I'm not like 99.9% sure it's the tomatoes. So the elimination diet did, you know, figure out something. I need to stay away from tomatoes, which really sucks because I love me some cauliflower crust pizza from Mod Pizza. It's just delicious. But what was me, right? Third world problems. But obvious, um, this weekend I have been crafting at home. That's something that's really been fun. Um, I am still trying to decorate my house three years later because it's expensive. If you bought a house or decorate a house, you understand the expense. And I'm not a DIYer. I'm just not. But I tried this weekend to build or make some things because art's expensive. And the art that I'm really into right now is kind of like that abstract um, textured art. If you know what I'm talking about, it's like the white art on canvas. So that seemed very easy to make. So I went and bought some canvases from Hobby Lobby and some joint compound from Home Depot. So overall, I have like six pieces of art, pretty large. And I spent $100 all together with paint, joint compound, and the canvases. So you cannot get six pieces of art for $100. And I'm trying to finish my half bath that I have in my house and 
fill up some bare walls that I have and we will see how it turns out because we are on the final stage. I just painted everything, just waiting for the paint to dry. And then I'm going to decide once I like get it on the wall, if me and my friend um, Steven may try to build some, you know, the shadow, like the floating um, frames that you see it in, we might, depending on if it needs it or not, which I'm thinking it may. And I don't have any tools to cut anything. And he's kind of done some woodworking. So I was like, can you help me build this? And he was like, it would be relatively easy. So we'll see. Stay tuned. Stay tuned till next week. And I'll let you know how it turned out. But anyways, today on today's topic, um, I wanted to talk about being sober curious. If you've never heard that term, um, you don't have to be an alcoholic or have a problem with alcohol to be sober curious or even the word sober. Sober just means like anything like you're abstaining from drugs and alcohol because you don't want to alter your mind or whatever the reason may be. And there's a lot of like coin terms lately and I think with the generation below us that are like let's be sober curious or we don't have to drink or smoke or anything to go out and have a good time and I've always been sober curious in a sense because of health issues and like elimination diets or you know just monitoring macros in general because we all know at the end of the day alcohol is not the best for you it's um and if you don't know that then alcohol is not zero calories I know shockingly that's it is shocking. When I was a nutrition coach, that was one thing that people didn't realize because if you use my fitness pal or whatever, and you scan like a label and it says, for instance, for example, vodka is 80 calories, no carbs, no fat, no protein. That's just not physically possible. Um, you, you have to have macros to make up your, um, calories. So with that being said, if you're trying to monitor that, or if you're, trying to lose weight or you're trying to be more healthy or trying to go like anti-inflammatory alcohol is just not going to get you to your goals I'm sorry hate to be the bubble buster here but it's just not and we all know that I think um but we choose to ignore it sometimes but anyways um I've so I've always kind of dabbled in like oh I'm not going to drink this month or go however many months without drinking. That's what being sober curious is. It's not saying you're never going to drink again. Like if you do have a problem with alcohol and you are sober and you do have to abstain from alcohol, that's separate from being sober curious. Um, So yeah, I've always dabbled in that just because of the health and, you know, with my thyroid and stuff. But me and a friend at work, were just talking about, you know, how alcohol can disrupt your life. And I've had experiences where, you know, I went out, was only going to drink a couple cocktails, ended up drinking a little bit too much, or you're chasing that buzz where you're like, I still want to feel this feeling, but I don't want to be drunker. Um, And we're all afraid. I think when you drink, obviously it alters your cognition and your thought process, but you're just like, I want to continue to feel this good. I want to be able to have these conversations and I can't do that sober. And we tell ourselves all these things that, make it okay. Not that it's not okay. It's just you're telling yourself all these things to make it better in your mind, I think. And then you maybe had a drink too many, you get a little brave, you say things that you maybe you shouldn't say to friends or significant others, and it starts an argument or a fight, or maybe you feel embarrassed when you wake up. And that is what I've just recently learned is anxiety. That's a thing where you wake up the next day and you're anxious about the previous night, even though you remember everything, you're just like, Oh my gosh, did I say something stupid? Did I, did I overshare? Did I overtalk? Like, 
I've been there. I'm sure you've been there too. And so I was talking with my friend about this and we were just like, what purpose is this serving us? Like if we, if we wake up with anxiety, you know, you have a headache, you feel dehydrated, you're not meeting your aesthetic goals. You're not meeting your, you know, your health goals. What purpose is that serving? And I was just like, you know, I've always questioned this, but I've never been like, I'm not going to drink or I always say I'm not going to drink for this amount of time. And then I end up like something happens and I'm like, I'm going to drink. So I'm dabbling in the idea, like just like I dabbled in the elimination diet and there's no set in stone. If this will happen, I'm like, I think I might just try to go without drinking for so many months and just see what happens. Like, will my thyroid get better? Because alcohol is a very huge on the inflammation system. We know it's a poison. Like we literally drink it and it's a poison um, to have a good time. And I'm not saying that I I would never drink again. I love me a glass of Prosecco. Um, But I just think it's interesting. Um, And this particular friend was like, yeah, like I'll set out to have two glasses of wine and then I'm four, I'm having four glasses of wine and it's not the intention that I set. And then, you know, I fall asleep on the couch and I didn't finish what I needed to finish. And then I wake up and I'm like, damn, you know? And so I was just like, there are so many people out there that can relate to this and have this story. Not to mention, I follow this influencer, Anna Grace, online, and she recently came out with a podcast um, episode on this. Her podcast is AG University, and she explains it so well. Like, she went a year without drinking because it was truly, like, causing her health issues. So, she was like, I've got to put this down, and went a year, and then she was like, how I had to do it was I had to identify with someone who just doesn't drink because there's so much peer pressure, social anxiety, things like that, where it makes us want to drink. I'm that person. Like I'm always like, you know, I think I can go and not drink. And then I get there and I'm like, Oh, I'm so anxious. I need to drink. I need to calm down. When really I think if I just figured out other ways to not be anxious or just start talking to someone and then that anxiety would ease, then I wouldn't need that social lubricant. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sure you've been there. I've never had a problem with alcohol, thankfully. And I know other people have and they have to quit drinking. And, but I just think that, you know, I might try it. I might go on a little social experiment, um, which is hard when you're dating because then you just, everyone wants to go out for drinks. But maybe I can be like, let's go for coffee or something instead. But even though I'm not drinking coffee, I don't know. We'll have to see. Um, But then you, 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 <laughs> It's funny because I think without alcohol, you kind of see who people truly are, like the awkwardness and the funniness and like experiencing life, like you're not numbing yourself to it. But I just think that's America. I think that's what we were raised in and how we were raised. If you don't, you know, if you, if you're a person that goes out and you don't have to drink and you don't have to do that, good for you. Share your story, share how you do it. Um, so if I do do that, um, I will let you know. It's something I've been pondering and thinking about. So we'll see. Me and my friend are like maybe going to make a pact and do this together and not a pact. You know what I mean? Like, hey, let's do this together. It's, you know, encourage each other to do this. So if you've ever been sober curious, I'm just interested in that. Send me a DM or tell me your story or, you know, like, how did it go? Because I think this would be a cute little social experiment. I don't know. We'll see. So that's all I have for you. It's a short and sweet episode. I just think it's interesting, a great topic to discuss. And maybe if I do it, I'll have more interesting stories for the podcast for y'all. So thanks for listening to me ramble on about nonsense per usual. And anyways, guys, until next time. Bye.